0: Stop cop city activists in Atlanta, midtown Atlanta. They were arrested after locking themselves to equipment at a construction site. We've got shenanigans in Atlanta. Let's get into it. Here we go.
1: Afternoon to you, Atlanta police doubling down in its efforts to track down those trying to commit different crimes against the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center complex that opponents call Cop Cop City. City. They're now turning to billboards here in Atlanta and across the country that they hope will help with that. We have the checkbook ready to go, sir. Atlanta's top cop is done messing around as violence related to the city's public safety training center continues. Law enforcement is not going to rest until we have everyone in jail. Weeks Good. after APD announced a massive reward of up to 200000 bucks to arrest those responsible, some stop cop city protesters aren't stopping. APD says members of the group set a piece of construction equipment on fire Tuesday in DeKalb County. It's not the only recent case. Chief Darren Sheerbaum says a man was Arrested in South Carolina for vandalizing construction equipment there. Soon, the individuals that have been in the dark of night impacting every one of our neighborhoods will be held responsible as we bring these individuals to justice. The city of Atlanta says there have been more than 80 criminal acts and over 170 arrests related to the training center across 23 states. APD is now putting up billboards in Atlanta and other cities like Seattle, Nashville, and New York to help make more arrests.
2: You will be found. you will be identified. Seattle. accountable.
1: Stop Cop City protesters say they've been trying to stop the project for a while, but their voice isn't being heard. Kamal Franklin is an activist and says APD wants to criminalize protest. He says while he has not taken part in the vandalism, he could see it continuing. Well, my expectation is that people may continue to engage in this action, uh, in these types of actions, which are, again, are, are sort of a demonstrative motto of what people are forced to do. Atlanta continues to stress the importance of the training center, not just for police, but all first responders. That's why officials say it's important for it to be built and arrest those committing crimes to stop it. These individuals are trafficking in
2: fear, and that is what they're trying to do.
1: The city says the issues caused by protesters have raised the cost of the training center by about $20 million. Meantime, construction is underway and it's expected to be completed in December. We're live downtown this afternoon.
0: $20 million extra dollars. Now this is, this is a $90 million budget deal. So that's, that, that's nutty. Let's take a look at another video here.
3: Two people were arrested after an hours-long protest this morning at a construction site in Midtown. Officials say they attached themselves to construction equipment in protest of the future Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. 11 Alive's Molly Oak live in Midtown with what we know tonight. Hi, Molly. Hey guys, the police chief tells me that the protest this morning didn't impact the construction you see happening back there. Now that's not part of the new public safety training site. However, the company behind that construction does have a link to that new training center on a street filled with construction noises.
0: So, so this is this, this protest was not done at cop city. This was done at another project. These people just, I mean, they're, they're, so irrational
3: it was a group of protesters that wanted to be heard If we have to try new and creative channels to make sure that our voices are registered, then we will. So I don't think that's a waste of time ever. today, a couple of hours, when Atlanta police blocked off Juniper Street around uh, 6.15 a.m. As its field extraction team worked to remove two protesters that attached themselves to a construction company's equipment. We want to slow down construction wherever they're uh, building anything in order to show them that they will be met with continued opposition until the project is canceled. The Atlanta police chief calling this a publicity stunt.
1: This isn't about being heard. This is about impacting the safety of Atlanta, Georgia. And that is not going to happen. He
3: says the company Brasfield and Gorey's construction wasn't impacted this morning as he showed us the equipment
1: protesters used. This was meant to be probably a day-long operation and that the police department can mitigate it.
0: Is that PVC pipe? I think it is. Somebody glued it at the seams. Is that what we've got going on here? I think think that is what we have. I'm going to show you something at the end of this clip.
1: Police department can mitigate it in less than four hours, speaks to the training of these individuals.
3: APD says the two people are each facing a criminal trespass charge, but this isn't the first time the company that's also helping build the city's new public safety training center has been targeted. This is video of damage to its offices from about a year and a half ago. Brasfield and Gorey sent us a statement saying, in part, it's taken steps to increase security and is working closely with law enforcement.
1: We do know they're being attacked. They're being intimidated. They're being threatened. This
3: is the second time in just a couple of days a company that's building the training center was targeted. On Friday, a different company found some of its equipment burned. Now, when I spoke with protesters today, they told me they didn't know about the fires that happened on Friday. When I asked police, they said they're still working to learn who's behind those fires. Two. We begin with some breaking news in just the past hours. Stop, Cop City demonstrators have locked themselves uh, to. Okay. Construction equipment in Midtown Atlanta. This is at Brassfield and Gory workside at 12th and Juniper. Brassfield and what Gory it looks is like. the lead contractor for the Public Safety Training Center. It's hard to tell right now from SkyFox Five, but there does not appear to be any police presence on scene. Of course, we'll stay on top of this.
0: Maybe that was metal pipe welded together. Was that what that was with with some black tape on top? It's hard to. It was hard to tell, right? So either which way, those are examples. I believe. Of the sleeping dragon maneuver. So, sleeping dragon is a maneuver used by protesters to hinder their removal from a protest site. A series of protesters are handcuffed together, or they handcuff themselves, through PVC pipe, which prevents police from simply using bolt cutters to break the handcuffs to get to the handcuffs because they can't just get in there and clip. They've they've just got to go through this hardcore, right? Advanced variations include covering PVC pipe with elements, which might make it more difficult to break. It looked like there was some tape around that, right? Examples include chicken wire, tar, and duct tape. Another variation is filling a barrel with concrete and putting the PVC pipe through the barrel such that it cannot be accessed without first destroying all of the concrete. That is the technique that the protesters who were, what were they protesting? Gaza. They were protesting Gaza and they got on the freeway in Seattle. I think I did a podcast on that. Well, anyway, I believe that one included included concrete, concrete barrels, I think it was. So you can see the police in, in the previous video, they were, they were um, cutting with some kind of, there were sparks flying. So that means they're cutting through metal. That makes me think it wasn't PVC, that it was metal. I don't know. Metal seems pretty heavy. Although that's a small piece like that, a couple of pieces at a 90 degree angle. Often the protesters will chain lock or otherwise secure themselves to immovable objects. don't need those anymore. Resulting in a difficult to remove human obstacle. So this is known as the sleeping dragon. Officers may cut into the pipe with such tools as an angle grinder, rotary saw, or a wizard saw followed by a pry bar and pliers. Or in the case of concrete, Chipping hammers, hammer drills, and breakers, abrasive saws, a bandsaw, and an angle grinder may be used on steel pipes. That's what I believe we just saw. Officers may put fire retardant hoods and earmuffs on the protesters to protect them from sparks and noise as tools are used to cut through the sleeping dragon. Now, I've reached out to Officer Friendly, retired Officer Friendly in, uh, in, in the Portland area. And he indicated, yeah, they are a pain in the rear end to extricate these people from whatever situation they're in. So you could see that 90 degree angle. Somebody has their hands in there. I don't understand how all that works, but I know it takes, because you see the police, you see the police's backs and all the sparks flying. You know, they've got some kind of massive grinder in there, metal saw. I don't know what it is, but sparks are just going everywhere. I think if the um, peaceful protesters, if they put themselves in that situation, I don't think we give them anything to, um, you know, stop the sparks. I think that's just a little bonus on top of things, right? I think it gets a little hot in there. You know, I'm okay with that. Okay with that. So, oh, and uh, at the end of this, there's a section in 2018. This is Wikipedia sleeping dragon. That's what this is right here. Sleeping dragon maneuver. My, my fine town, Seattle. In 2018, Seattle police established an apparatus removal team, the ART. Part of the art, I cut off protesters from various inanimate objects that they've hooked themselves to. That's my job. Art. In response to sleeping dragon protests, it's officers being trained and equipped to cut through plastic and metal without injuring protesters and hopefully not themselves. I mean, there, there's, we've actually got technique. And these protesters, that is what they're doing. Let's, let's get into the article. Let's read the article here. Activists themselves locked themselves to construction equipment in Midtown Atlanta Monday morning. Police responded to the Midtown construction site around 6.30 a.m. on Monday. Police removed both activists by 11 a.m. Good. All right. That's fine. One of the reasons it took so long in Freeway, uh, the I Interstate 5 in downtown Seattle near one of the busiest inter- busiest areas where traffic comes on and off I-5, the, one of the reasons why it took so long to clear traffic from that Gaza protest uh, was the fact that they had done a very nice job of securing themselves using the, the technique that we're talking about, the sleeping dragon. So, uh, you know, you've got them up on the freeway, and they've got traffic stopped, and... Ah, uh, the police just had to go through all these gyrations just to get them off the freeway, and that's that's their whole point is just to disrupt society. And This was a Saturday morning; people were pissed. But in this case, in this case, this isn't even at the stop cop location, the the cop city location. It's not even there. Uh, <laughs> you're just going after a company that's building, you know, it's probably some kind of contractor on the cop city development cop city if you don't remember that's where uh, activists were throwing fireworks they were launching fireworks at police police went in before this thing was started construction they did kind of a raid some kid shot at a cop and he got killed and everybody's just all up in arms poor manny or miguel or whatever the f his name was dead now um you know, you, you, you hang out in a tree fort and you do these kind of stunts. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes things are going to happen that don't necessarily go your direction. Today was a publicity stunt to disrupt the neighborhood. This is disappointing. We have a concerned effort to erode the public safety infrastructure of Atlanta, Sherbaum said. It's a 90 Cop City is a $90 million development. And the activists say that, well, Yeah, it's the forest. Uh, We just don't like cops. That's the bottom line. They don't like any kind of authority. Speaking of authority, so I'm going to go down to Eagle Pass, Texas. I'm going to go down to um, just check out what's going on with the Take Back Our Border rally. And some of the questions are that they're in route now. They started off in Virginia Beach. Truckers are in route. You know, if we get a few hundred, you know, maybe a thousand, that would be ideal. That would be epic. Not the 700,000 that, uh, you know, somebody came up with. I think where that came up is somebody said, oh, it takes 700,000 cars lined up to line the entire southern border. So somebody said, ah, 700,000 cars are coming. That's not going to happen. The um, people, the people's convoy rally that was what last year? Um, you know, if, if you get 1100 cars, combination of trucks, couple hundred trucks and eight, nine hundred cars, that's a big rally. That's a big rally. The 700,000, that's just not happening. So I think it would be really interesting. I mean, I think, I think a, you know, formal invitation should go out to these peaceful protesters. I mean, mostly peaceful, other than the 162 days or whatever of rioting and trying to burn down buildings, federal buildings and, Portland. I mean, I think Antifa should go to Texas and just see what's what. Wouldn't you enjoy seeing that? Yeah. The whole problem with that is there would be a confrontation and it would not end up well for Antifa. And this whole notion is, is that the take back our border convoy, it's a peaceful deal. You know, you've got people that believe in prayer. They started off the whole rally with the prayer, kind of going down those roads. So you know and they're holding that event on private property on private property about a half an hour north of Eagle Pass so they don't want to get in the way of border protection they don't want to get in the way of you know this whole Biden versus state of Texas deal they're going to leave that alone they're going to go you know raise some flags they're going to do that kind of thing and I'm going to go cover it and I'm going to live stream the heck out of it my my uh, producer Darian's going to come and he's going to run all the technology and um, so hopefully it'll be a better event than last time where I got about halfway into my live stream and ah, you guys just said it was terrible. And it was, it was. So sorry about that. We're going to do round two, but we're going to do a bunch of live streams. So we'll see how that goes. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification bell. Do all that good stuff. Police arrested Shiloh Whetstone, 28 of Atlanta. Shiloh, is that your real name? Whetstone? Really? Come on now. 28 of Atlanta and Temperance Blick. Temperance and Shiloh Whetstone. Hmm, Interesting. 23 of Liburn. Both were charged with criminal trespassing, according to Sherbaum. Sherbaum said neither the activists nor construction workers were injured in Monday's accident. Okay, Atlanta Mayor Andrew Dickens commented, uh, condemned the acts. Yeah, he just basically said, yeah, this is terrible. See what the mayor has to say, just for kicks.
2: Uh, they've decided to take their activism to uh, the wrong the wrong locations, yet again, impacting people's daily uh, way of life. And I'm, you know, disappointed in them.
0: I mean, I'm sure you've heard they're saying they have to resort to these acts of civil disobedience because they've tried to go a political route and it hasn't worked for them. Any response to that?
2: Well, their, their route hasn't worked because it's not the right route to take. Um, this Amen. Uh, project has been supported by the citizens of Atlanta. It's been supported by everybody that has been before, whether that's the DeKalb County Zoning Board, whether it's the EPD, whether it's the city of Atlanta's own uh, processes. And so these individuals are unsuccessful because they are just that, unsuccessful <laughs> at uh, doing what they seek to do, which is a political aim. It's not about the safety of people. Imagine last year we brought down violent crime by 21 percent. We had 5,000 young people employed in the city. We had 3,300 units of affordable. Affordable housing. Where were these people when we were doing this good work that the people asked us for? But yet they've chained themselves to a piece of equipment that doesn't even belong to the city. I'm disturbed by, it and they need to uh, move on from the city for that.
0: They worry about future incidences. No. no, he's done. Mayor Atlanta. He's got. Oh, he doesn't know where to go. All right, which way to go? Left or right? Yeah, they've changed themselves. They've chained themselves to equipment that doesn't even belong to the city. They don't care. They are just trying to mix it up. Shenanigans to them. Are their currency right? All right, we're gonna go out. I mean, could you imagine not having a job and just being such a loser? Let's go down to Cop and We'll just make a mess of it there. That's your whole thing, and then you try and espouse this idea that you know you're really getting some change done here. And you're not doing anything. I mean, we saw it over at Chop, right? Oh, there's an update to Chop. There have been a number of payouts uh, due to the peaceful protesters during the Summer of Love and Seattle it was a 10 million dollar payout to 10 million to i think 50 50 protesters somebody, something like that it doesn't come out to a ton per person and i don't know what the attorney cut was and because there were some massive expenses because that's a lawsuit that would have been started what probably late 2020 maybe 2021 carry that through all those expenses so, you know, the city gets to this point where they say, you know what, we're going to cut a check for 10 million. You guys just go off on your own little deal, go do your thing. And then they take that money and, you know, do activism or whatever it is. So paying out is these activists know that the city's going to settle because they're going to incur way more in attorney's fees fighting these battles that are just ridiculous. The activists are saying, oh, we got injured. Oh. We got injured, you know, building our Black Lives Matter garden. Uh, you know, it, it's like they used too much force. It was a war. It was a war. Chop was a war. I mean, you had certain segments there towards the end when things were going sideways. So there was a payout there, and there was a couple of other other cities that got paid out as well. But those lawsuits are over. But I wanted to kind of give you an update because you know everybody always has that. What about ha- What happened to the Chop Garden? I did a short on that. And uh, we talked about that. I always try and give uh, give updates on what's going on. So this happened on 12th Street Northeast and Juniper Street Northeast. This is not Cop City. This is, <laughs> this is just a building being constructed in Atlanta by a contractor who is somehow affiliated to the Cop City development. Now, the Cop City development, I think Atlanta just basically said, the mayor just basically said, hey. We need some more cops after that disastrous summer of love. So let's get the t- cop training center going. It's going to have like field exercise areas, like a, you know, small village so they can go in and, you know, do their domestic assaults. Not, that came out wrong, but you know what I mean? Here in the U S, the cops doing training for going into that, you know, that building that's got a bunch of people in it. To you know, returning gunfire, that kind of thing. It's one of those big complexes, 90 million. Now the budget's over by 20 because of the shenanigans of said protesters who are not peaceful. These guys, I mean, it's just, it's so poor. Activists say they targeted the side as a way of pressuring the company to cut ties with the public safety project. That's not how this goes, kids. That's not how this goes. They need to, they signed onto a contract. I don't know if you've heard that there's a something called a contract and they enter into this legal agreement and they will only get paid just something that you wouldn't know about because as activists, most of you do not have jobs. That's how you're able to be activists. But if say, let's just say the small percentage of you that do, when you have a job, you have to go to work and then you get paid for your work when your said work is done. Well, that's how this goes. Nobody's going to leave a job site because you put yourself, you know, your arms through some, you know, some steel, and, and then you handcuffed yourself to, the, you know, the, what was that, a backhoe? Is that a backhoe that uh, they, you know, big one with the big arm? Yeah. A company spokesperson for Brasfield and Gorey provided this statement to Atlanta News First. Two people chained themselves to construction equipment inside the fence at our 12th and Juniper job site in protest of the Atlanta Public Safety Training. Which Brasfield and and uh, Gory is constructing? Okay, so are they the main contractor? I don't know, it, and it almost doesn't matter, does it? They're affiliated with the project. They were joined by other protesters outside the construction fence. Oh, so so they so basically breaking and entering. And they've got you know shenanigans there, and then the peaceful protesting. <laughs> Whenever I say that, I'm joking because it is not peaceful protesting. This is this is annoying, and they know it. They know it. Law enforcement responded quickly to remove, safely remove and arrest the two people who were charged with criminal trespassing. Good, good. You know what's going to happen to them? Probably nothing. It's going to be let loose and do their thing. We're thankful that no one was hurt and we appreciate the quick response of law enforcement. Um, this is the latest in a related string of events over the past year and a half, many of which have involved criminal activity. Huh, you don't say shenanigans, right? Since the string of events began, we've taken steps to increase security as well as planning and response protocols. Earlier this month, the city of Atlanta announced the total cost of the training center has increased by roughly 19 million dollars. On Monday, a spokesperson for the Atlanta Police Foundation said roughly 6 million of that increase was due to added security costs at off-site projects. Okay, so of that we're saying 20? It's 19. And of that is actually $6 I didn't obviously read all this article all the way through. Demonstrators said they will be holding a rally for the two people arrested at the Fulton County Jail at 7 p.m. You're going to have a rally for losers? Really? Uh, Why? Uh, Because that's what you do, I guess. That is what you do. So it's interesting that the police were targeting Seattle because Seattle is a hotbed for activism, for Antifa, and this cop city has been going for quite some time. And so now you've just got kind of these incident after incident, yet incidences happened prior to construction. Remember when everybody was hanging out in the tree forts? Yeah, they were, they were living in tree forts. Imagine your 35-year-old son. How are you doing today? Good. Hung out my tree fort. I'm down in cop city. Yeah, we down Cop City. Yeah, it's going good. We've got this place. We'd be, we're surrounded, and you know when they come to boot us out, we'll just have to go. But um, yeah, we're just hanging out in trees, build a big tree fort. We're just kind of playing. We don't have jobs. We're you know hoping people donate materials, or we got to go steal them from a job site. Now, that's literally what these guys are doing. And then they're a hope upon hope that the Cop City Training Center doesn't get built. This Cop City Training Center. It's being built. It's being constructed. It's a go. So what are you even doing? You're just being annoying. But that's what activists do, right? They're annoying. They're annoying. And they get in the way. And they don't have any real reason for why they're doing what they're doing other than, ah, activism. All right. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot of destruction. I have seen more violence by, you know, peaceful protesters. Um. Some of the things that have been said back and forth, screamed back and forth at police officers are just horrific. And you're never going to get anywhere with that kind of rhetoric. You're just not. You're a loser. You're just a straight up loser. And everybody knows you're a loser. That's why you got the big wild hair, because you're a you're a crazy activist loser. That's where you sit. All right. That's it for my tirade about shenanigans created by the mostly peaceful protesters. All right. That's it for me. Love to have you subscribe, hit that notification bell. And don't forget to check us out down in Eagle Pass soon. Look for it soon should be on the channel. Make sure you subscribe. Bye for now.